Finn turned back, grinning. I know it. But I'm not sure what I'm going to do about it either. I meant it when I said that I'm still headed for Cornell. I'm not giving that up. You didn't think I'd go along with you? That's why you were crying? Tegan shook her head. I didn't believe you could love me. I was going to get over it and get on with my plans. That's just like you sticking to the plan. Not this time. You turned my world upside down, Finn McCool. If Cindy hadn't fallen for Oscar at first sight, I wouldn't have been thinking about- Why are you guys still talking? Aiden yelled. Just one more minute, boyo. Finn called over the edge, then turned back to Tegan. Cindy and Oscar, your monkeys? Chimpanzees are apes, Tegan said automatically. And they don't belong to me, I just work with them. They shouldn't belong to the zoo either. They should belong to themselves. That's what I'm working for. That's why it's important that I go to Cornell. So maybe you and I should wait until things settle down a bit. T. Finn looked grim. Things aren't going to settle. Your relations have come calling. You mean the goblins? And the travelers. There's never going to be peace between them, and your family's in the middle of it. Are you guys kissing? Aiden shouted. Not yet. Finn cocked an eyebrow and lowered his voice so only Tegan could hear. But I can't wait to get to it. Cause Mamio said to hurry. Finn touched Tegan's face, then turned and jumped, catching the lamppost next to the house with his good hand. She stepped to the roof's edge to watch him swing around as he dropped. She'd been coming out onto the porch roof since she was little, but her stomach still felt tight if she stood too close to the edge. She would never just throw herself off it like that. Finn landed lightly in the patch of frost-yellowed grass between the sidewalk and the street, then grinned up at her. Kissing. Tegan pressed her hands into her stomach to stop the trembling, which was threatening to spread to her knees. Come on, girl, Finn lifted his arms. Jump down. You're just the right size for catching. Ah, uh ah. -uh. Tegan took a step back. Not while you have a hurt hand. Well then, could you bring my duct tape down with you? Sure. Aiden started for the door. Finn. Tegan began, but he had already caught her brother by the collar. Not so fast there, Finn said, as Aiden tried to wiggle away. I want to know what's happening, Aiden said. Thomas is growing feathers, Lenny sounded worried. Like a bird, that's what. Lenny couldn't see Lucy and the other creatures of Moy Mel, who were only half present in this creation but there were some unearthly creatures that were fully present in any of the worlds of the multiverse. Angels, highborn, and fearbullug, that even people without second sight could see. And watching a shapeshifter transform would give Lenny nightmares. I'll take care of it, Finn assured him. But I'll be needing two brave men to stand guard out here. Do you know where I might find them? We're brave. Aiden stopped wiggling and tipped his head as if he were listening. Yup, he said. There are bad guys coming. We'll fight them. 
Finn glanced up at Tegan, and she shrugged. Aiden had been saving the world from imaginary bad guys daily since they escaped from Moy Mel, sometimes by singing them away, and sometimes defeating them with stick swords and rocks. We will? Lenny looked worried. I fought bad guys before, Aiden assured him. I'll show you how. Lucy had decided the show was over and had settled into his hair again. She always played along with Aiden's imaginary battles. All right, Lenny agreed. Finn looked at Tegan again, and she nodded. You two stay right here, then, he said, until Tegan can walk you across the street to Lenny's house. Got it? Finn disappeared onto the porch beneath her.